What is up, winners? Welcome back to another high-value chat on the podcast that feeds your mind, body, and soul, everything you need to build your dream life, whatever that looks like for you. My name is Jack William, founder of Anarchy Label and host of Before the Money. In today's episode, I had the gift of sitting down and sharing knowledge with Sydney-based hip-hop artist, Noah. And when I first came across his content, it was on an Instagram Live, and I was really, really captivated, not only because he's very talented lyrically, and his, his flow is very captivating as well, but mostly I was captivated by the content that he was discussing in his rhymes. Now, his music features values that I hold very, very highly on my value ladder, I guess you could say. You know, things like uh, expanding your consciousness, taking care of your body, your mind, your soul. Uh, reading books, and just in general progressing your life for the greater good. Now, this this episode is quite special because he is releasing it just in time for the launch of his new album, which will be dropping on the 22nd of February, 2022. Now, if we break those numbers down, you'll see what kind of guy he really is. 22 of the 2nd, 2-2. Now, some of the topics we, inc- we covered include harnessing your creativity, inspiration for the album as well as the process and network required to make that happen, habits and life structures for success, influential books both his and mine, finding and accepting your passions, notice I said passions there as a plural, and so much more. Now I'm sure just like you, we dream of living in a world where everybody is striving to be the best version of themselves they possibly can be. So if you resonate with this episode, if you get a little bit of value, please leave behind five stars and share this with someone you love. Seriously, it helps so much more than you could possibly ever imagine. Knowledge is the best gift we can give someone, and the best part is, in this case, it is absolutely free. However, if you do feel like you want to take your support just that step further, head over to anarchylabel.com, check out their awesome range, and use the code BTM15 to save 15% off your entire order. So, without further ado, I really want to get stuck into this one because I'm excited. Grab your pens, and I will see you in the studio. All right, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Before the Money. I am joined by the very talented Noah. How are you doing today, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? Absolutely superb. I'm on cloud nine. Now I'm on cloud nine as well, man. I've been on cloud for a minute. Yeah, fantastic. Now, for anyone who is only listening, they don't get the uh, visual spectacle here. You're in your freestyle booth. I recognize that well. I am, yeah. This is my little home studio I've set up yep. over the past, you know, few months. COVID's got me really at home and spending all my money on studio. So, yeah, it's really well. I've recorded most of my album in here, so that's worked for me perfect. Wow, that's brilliant, man. So let's kick it off with the the famous question from before the money: mm-hmm. What gets you fired up, brother? <sighs> what gets me fired up, man? Uh, you know, really, it all comes down to just sort of uh, self growth. Like that sort of just gets me fired up to do anything. The the want and really the need to sort of improve myself and using that sort of growth of myself to sort of inspire others, inspiring, you know, the world is also what sort of fires me up in my times mm-hmm. of sort of self-doubt or anything. I'm always like, come on, what's the purpose? If you hit inspire people, get up and get moving for sure. That's what definitely fires me up more than most. More than 100% anything, really. man. Yeah. And like, like I was saying to you um, briefly before we started recording, you know, I, I listen to your music and I, I hear like your perspective and I hear your kind of um, drive for, for growth and, and personal kind of optimization in, in your lyrics. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about breath work, you're talking about reading books, podcasts, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And that's what first really kind of captivated me with, with your style is that you don't hear 
that many people talking about it, let alone, you know, incorporating that into like their music as well. So yeah, what, sure. um, what got you started down like that, that journey of self-development? Were you always that kind of person or? No, no, no way. Um, it was sort of definitely my late teens. Um, really as the first lockdown was definitely the first lockdown that I think about it. Um, like building up to that, I had put on a bit of weight and I was, you know, I had this sort of negative outlook on myself and that first lockdown hit and my brother who is a professional CrossFit athlete, he, you know, that first lockdown, he started a sort of home gym out the back and that sort of encouraged me to like uh, get off my ass and stop watching Netflix and playing you know, <laughs> PlayStation and start, start training. And that was sort of the first time I had really like worked on myself and like seen progress being made. And then, you know, staying dedicated with that then led into my, you know, me meditating, um, getting a bit more spiritual. I really felt in tune with that side and those two sort of went hand in hand and yeah, that sort of kicked off my, you know, self growth. And then that also led into me discovering my love for music and this talent that I, you know, had never even ventured into. I'd never discovered it. So wow. yeah, that it, that's where it all really started just through training and yeah. So the music side of thing is quite new for you then? It's quite new. I've definitely been like a, growing up, I was a massive music head in sort of like, yeah. I knew all the lyrics to every song, the top 40 on MTV. I was like always tuned into every weekend, but it never crossed my mind. I even wrote a few songs for like my year seven girlfriend and my girlfriend <laughs> through high school, but it, it never even crossed my mind to like, oh my God, I'm good. I should do this. It was just sort yeah. of like, I know I can write. I'll write your little thing. But yeah, and then coming out of it, I was like, wait, let me just try and write like a little Jack Harlow type song. And mm -hmm. then I wrote Confidence, which was the first song I ever wrote. And I was like, bro, this is good. I mean, the message behind it's nothing, nothing really. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's how I sort of discovered it for sure. So what made you kind of make that jump then? Like, was it just the fact like, oh, I'm bored. Let me try and pass some time. Or did you just get like this kind of calling to it? Um, I don't know, really. It was sort of just, yeah, we we're in lockdown and I was already working on myself and trying new things without, without caring about what people thought, which was definitely my entire teenage and childhood years. It was a lot of like what people think of me and that sort of shaped who I was and how I acted. And then being in lockdown really gave me that whole, I'm just here with me a hundred percent of the time. If I meditate, like I don't really care what mm -hmm. anyone says. One, no one's watching. And two, you know, my friends, like if they don't like it, then are they really my friends? So mm -hmm. yeah, that really made me want to try new things. Reading, I was reading consistently and, you know, people would laugh at reading, but like reading is one of the best things you can do for yourself. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's what got me. It was more just, yeah, working on myself and just wanting to constantly try new things. And then that's how I sort of discovered that and opened up that talent and passion. Wow. It's interesting you kind of touched on the fact that like doing things that better ourselves, are off, especially in like the schooling and teenage years are kind mm -hmm. of made fun of, you know, uh, but my, my whole kind of purpose with this podcast is to, to make it cool to care, basically, you know, yeah. why on earth is it something to be laughed uh, at when you're trying yeah. to improve yourself? It's like, For who's sure. going to be laughing at the end? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's always made like, um, yeah. you know, people make fun of the try hard. Like, yeah. What do you mean, man? It's life. Like, try your fucking hardest, man. What are you talking yeah. about? You don't want to try hard. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a big thing in schooling and coming through high school. It's always, you know, stick with the crowd and don't do anything different or you're mm -hmm. sort of ostracized for sure. 
Yeah. Well, that's that's just it, man. And like I had a um I recorded a really great episode last night with a, a very intelligent dude named Lewis Huckstep and we uh-huh. spoke quite a lot about um just like the power of our tribal instincts and like if you break it down like if we are ostracized from the tribe, you know, we get eaten by a mo- mountain lion. If we're kind of abandoned by our mother or by our friends, we get eaten or we starve to death or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's only there's three things that we are intrinsically born to fear. That's heights loud noises and like losing our tribe basically or being ostracized all of those three Mm -hmm. things lead to death in like our kind of natural settings when we were tribal beings you know so it makes perfect sense but at the same time it does for sure yeah at the same time it's like you know we need to we need to take control of our mind and actually realize that hey you know i i don't live in the jungle anymore and all all these opportunities at my fingertips you know and unfortunately the road to success can be quite lonely, you know, especially mm-hmm, like because sure. there's so m- there's so much time that you have to just spend inside your own yeah. mind because that's where you find the answers. A hundred percent. That's who you're with. You're with yourself, you know, one hundred percent of the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And touching on what you said about the tribe, it's like, you know, you grow up in school and you know you have your friend group during school and through high school, but when you come out of high school, like you're not spending well, like five days a week hours on hours a day then the weekend you're not spending that with the same people that's mm-hmm. you know that was sort of just a, a tribe that was sort of forced on you and when you come out of you know high school or any sort of situation you're forced to fend for yourself and i feel like a lot of people don't take that leap where you're you know trusting yourself and just do what interests you mm-hmm. but a lot of people you know stick with the sheep and go yeah just it's 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 um that's another thing that fires me up. Like people, people self doubt. It, it's something that I, you know we all go through for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, self doubt and you know that always makes you fall back into the pack, whatever's the pack doing. And yeah, yeah. when you say like that fires you up, do you mean like overcoming self doubt? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing people around me, you know, being in conversation, and someone you know talks about, oh, it's too late to do this or. I, I can't do that or I don't know enough about it to do it. It's like, well, stop doubting yourself and like mm-hmm. learn, grow. Like it, it's only going to benefit you. It's only going to benefit you also for learning that, but also, you know, subconsciously learning something new makes you like grow. You're just, mm-hmm. you want you know you can do something, you, you can do anything. You can tick off anything you really want to do in life, whether it's picking up a book right now or achieving something in 10 years. So on that note, how do you think you kind of taking on music and, and becoming this this person has affected mm-hmm. other areas of your life? Oh, heavily, man. Heavily for sure. I've never really had a routine. I've never had um, any sort of organization in my life and any drive. I mean, you know, you go through school and your work ethic is sort of based off how you do in math class or how you do in, you know, school. But I feel like work work ethic should really be based off what, your passion is what you're passionate about because that's where you really find people people really work hard mm-hmm. in that aspect no one wants to work hard for something they don't want to do can't force someone to put their all and do yeah what do their best in something that they're really not interested in so yeah yeah, that, yeah that's where that sort of builds up from and having that the music has made me sort of just constantly you know be- wanting to better myself the this it solely came back to me wanting to better my writing ability 
And that came to me doing like riding drills every day. Mm-hmm. And then doing that made me want to gain a morning routine. So I started having cold showers. And then, you know, on top of that, then you start adding in affirmations and meditation and stretching. And this has just com- completely improved my life. A positive mindset, barely anything is taken negatively. Mm-hmm. And that all stems back to sort of finding my passion. And that sort of gave me this like, I need to, I need to, I need to grow up a bit and mm-hmm. like really sort my life out and get myself set for the next like five, 10, 20 years. And the earlier you start, the better with really anything. Yeah, that's, that's so powerful, man. And like um, the morning routine side of things, like it, mm-hmm. I've started to notice that over the last like kind of 12 months where I've actually been yeah. disciplined, but discipline has gotten really easy. Like you, like you said, I'll reiterate when you are passionate, when there's a really strong why, you know, yeah, it's yeah, really drive, difficult, sure. really difficult to go to the gym, you know, if, if there's nothing really intrinsically motivating you to go to the gym, whereas mm-hmm. like this is a horrible example, but say for instance, you're really trying to win over this really, really hot girl, right? You've got the biggest crush on her. You're going to work out yeah. so fucking hard because <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, there's a really strong yeah. why and that, that's uh-huh. life, you know? Um, and, yeah. you know, we, we talk a, a lot about on this podcast, like finding your values and finding what it is that really kind of lights you up. And that's why I love having mm-hmm. conversations with people like you and seeing your perspective mm-hmm. on the world because, you know, For then sure. it just opens, opens up my horizons. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a hip hop artist, you know, I, I can't write music, but having this conversation with you and seeing how we relate on certain areas, it's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, fant- it's absolutely fantastic. So this podcast exactly. has been incredible experience. So I also yeah, want sure, to, so. um, I want to ask you another question as well. And this is, um, this is coming from, from me personally, because I hear you mention in some of your songs, uh, your past relationship with weed. Now I've kind of got like a a love hate relationship with weed have for like the last kind of four or five years. Um, Uh so I I just want to kind of hear your take on it. Why you kind of decide to step back and how, how it was affecting your life and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, you go through, when you're in a, you know, you're, you're smoking consistently, it's not, you don't look at it bad. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. weed isn't something, weed isn't a hard drug. It's not like you're, it's not like cocaine. It's not like meth. It's mm-hmm. marijuana. It's like, cool. You smoke a joint. It's, it's cruisy. It's all right. Like it's nothing crazy. The, the thing that, so I, I have a sort of good outlook on marijuana, but the, the thing I have a bad outlook on is abusing it. Mm-hmm. That's what sort of took me down a really, um, you know, bad path I'd, I'd started my music journey and i was really dedicated and then the, the weed sort of you know i was using it as a creative force and i would go on omegle and freestyle to people and smoke <laughs> weed with them and do all these cool things which was incredible i loved it but that then led to me smoking and instead of writing tonight i'm gonna watch netflix and then yeah. you know one unproductive day leads to one unproductive week one unproductive month one unproductive year next thing you know you're looking back and you're like just wasted this whole year, which is what I did. I sort of got months down the track and I, with my first three releases, I didn't do anything. Like I still haven't got a music video out. It's like, I'd sort of lost that, lost that dedication. I was smoking and barely writing and it really took me off, off my, off my journey and off my path. Definitely. So me realizing that and sort of having to choose, it's like, just cut the weed out for now. You know, if you want to get back into it, sure. But like, that's something that needs to be cut off for me to 
you know, build this self-love and self-belief back in myself that I can do this stuff sober. Like I can, mm-hmm. if I could do it sober, then yeah, once I'm comfortable with my ability to stick to a routine, to stay disciplined, to do all this stuff, then sure, I can dibble dabble, which I, I do here and then. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with, you know, having it here and then, but definitely abusing it is what sort of made me pull back, you know, having bad experiences and yeah, it really, really put me in my place. And I was like, all right, I got to fix my life. Like, what am I doing? Do I want to mm-hmm. keep smoking and working at this bartending job my whole life while just half-heartedly going at music and a career trying to like inspire the world? Or do I really want to be the change I want to see in the world and get to work, cut the weed out? And if, if it comes in my later life, then cool. But right now it's, yeah, it's, 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 it can't be here. It can't be present. Yeah. I like that line as well. Be the be the change you want to see in the world. That's super powerful. Hey? <laughs> yeah, for sure, hundred percent. That's so, that's yeah. interesting because we've got a we've got a very very similar outlook. Uh, you know, I was kind of like smoking every day, never like a lot, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. consistently every day. And what I yeah. found is similar to like what you said is it just made my it made what's the word I'm trying to trying to find here? It lowered my self standards. You know, mm-hmm. I oh, I was yeah. still putting in hours of work, but I found like looking back in retrospect, I wasn't working on the hard tasks. I was just mm-hmm. completing tasks. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It was like you were just ticking, ticking, doing ticking work boxes. of the day. Yeah. I did work. All right, let me go smoke. It's yeah. like, no, like don't smoke and just add on another thing and do that hard thing that you've been thinking of for a while. Yeah. But it just keeps getting pushed away. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll for sure on that one. Exactly. You know, and say so, like I, um, I haven't kind of smoked probably like the last five or so months. Um, Mm-hmm. Odd, okay, the odd yeah. joint here and there yeah, um, yeah. with friends, but I haven't smoked. And it's like that clarity that kind of came to me. I felt like superhuman, man. My communication yeah, skills, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you mentioned uh-huh. before we got started, like you've noticed the content for the podcast and like in my life really pick up. And that's just yeah. because like I've, I've got this drive now, like I'm not numbing myself yeah. anymore. And that's yeah, basically all exactly. it was. I'm glad yeah. you said, um, you know, you, you feel like superhuman because that's yeah. sort of what happens. You stop smoking <laughs> weed and your senses pick up, man. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be at work and like you, something will drop off the counter and I'll just like, I just catch it <laughs> so sick. And I'll be like, bro, I know for a fact, like that would happen months ago and I yeah. would not even like compute that that just fell. Mm-hmm. And it was still weed, you know, it's as funny as that is catching something that fell. It's true. You know, your senses pick up your, you know, you're, you're more here in the moment. You're not, you know, smoking to numb yourself, smoking to, yeah. you know, get high and have fun, but really you're smoking just to kill the time. Yeah. And time, you know, that's something I've now come to realize as well. Time is like brother, one hour is something I could write a hit song that changes my life. I could go, mm-hmm. I could go out to the club when all my friends are going, or I could stay home. And, you know, that could be the night that changes my family's whole future for generations. And it's like, mm-hmm. what, you know, obviously it's a bit of a heavy way of looking at it and every mm-hmm. night, you know, still enjoy being human, but mm. yeah, it's, there's, you that's know, the balance that's the balance it's like when mm-hmm. you when you're so hungry for success and, and you're motivated it's like yeah every second is an opportunity to change your life but at the same time uh-huh. as well like living in yeah. the moment is just as powerful because like understanding and reacting to the world around you is what gives us our fuel especially as creatives man you know yeah. we are kind of the the people that narrate the world and you know we have we it filters through our vision through our perspective and that's why it's kind of so important to to be feeding yourself new information from books doing Mm -hmm. breath work meditation all that kind of stuff and really refining that lens of the world super super powerful 
So and I've got another. From, like you said, being present. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Hundred percent, man. So, um, I you mentioned uh, a lot about breath work and books and all that kind of stuff in your music. Is there mm-hmm. any particular kind of uh, a book that really flicked the switch for you, or maybe got you started down this path? There's definitely a few. Yeah, um, I sort of got them from you know I grew up listening to a lot of Russ. If you know about Russ, the artist, he's, he's mm-hmm. incredible. It's always just independent. You know, years on years, independent, and he's finally you know getting the recognition he deserves. But so from him, I saw he he has a bunch of songs where he, he talks about, you know, the books he's read. And he mentions The Alchemist, which was one of the first books I read. And that changed my whole, I was like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then um, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by um, mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra. Incredible. And that that was one of the big books that I, that really put me on my journey of spirituality and, you know, being in tune and trying to vibrate and at a high vibration and keep my positivity, like positive thoughts rolling and working for a success, you know, working towards my goals while, mm. you know, using this to sort of elevate it. It's like, it's like, you're, it's like, it's like a cheat code, man. It's like life's a game and, you yeah. know, you can play it or you can, you know, hack into these little cheat codes that accelerate success and manifest everything into, you know, existence. Hundred percent. Yes, that book and those two books were the first two that definitely um kicked it off for me for sure. Yeah, interesting. And were you much of a reader before that? I was when I was super young, like primary school, early, like towards year three, and then it mm-hmm. just dipped off as you know you sort of get more into the you know social world and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm lucky that my parents sort of grew me up, or parents brought me up on a lot of reading and book so i used to, i remember i i wrote a, a zombie apocalypse book when i was like eight years old i wrote like a nine page book yeah. it's funny that you i just remember that now so mm. yeah now i'm i'm obsessed with reading i mean i just read um dune you know the movie that just came out with zendaya mm-hmm. and stuff i just read that book and it was the first fiction book i've read yeah for a while the rest have been like self-help books and that uh, i'm obsessed with it so it's, yeah. yeah reading is something that is now you know a love of mine and i'm, I'm excited to yeah, books books are incredible, man. I, I mm-hmm. encourage everyone I meet to sort of read. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm the exact same, man. Like it's such a superpower. You can go, you can absorb someone's whole life perspective yeah. in the space of like ten hours, you know. And like mm-hmm. I love the phrase that you said, cheat code, because it literally is. It's like you can go through yeah. your whole life and you can like mm-hmm. fail and do all these different things to try and learn, or you can just listen to someone else's story that yeah. they've. These people experience stuff. These people yeah. go through experiences, you know, similar to ours and, you know, unique in their own sort of way. Everyone lives their own different life. But, you know, these people go through stuff. And a lot, I feel like a lot of the general population just discard a lot of like, you know, the people, the influences that, you know, try and talk in, in, try to inspire. They sort of like talk down on them. And it's a lot of, you know, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm. He's just a stock investor or something. But these people, mm. man, they've gone through their own hardships and, you know, just have taking the time to read out, read up on their lives. It's not going to do you any harm. It's only mm-hmm. going to grow your perspective and give you more insight on how to deal with your own sort of problems, your own, your own life for sure. And mm. reading other, yeah, it's incredible. Self-help books are the best mm. thing you can do for yourself for sure. Hundred percent, and like a lot of the time when you when you just mentioned that you know people try to like discredit um, the information and stuff, and a lot of that time that comes from that comes from fear. You know, like they don't want to believe that there's an answer because then that means they have to take yeah. action on it. Exactly, you know? yeah, for sure. 
interesting people are so um you know placid in the sense of they're just moving along and they're just you know not to talk down on everyone everyone has their own lives and their own path but a lot of people aren't really on the path it's Mm. like wake up and take the first step everyone sort of looks at you know with my music at the start it was like oh my god like how am i going to be a famous rapper like what am i talking about i'm from sydney and like what Mm. what 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 do you mean like i have i've only just started writing and i'm like 18 but it's just sort of like you know you just take the first step and then you take the second step and the next step and the next thing you know you're 100 meters kilometers and years down Mm. the track closer to your dream yeah and yeah people get too frightened by that the bigger aspect of things but i love this quote um people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10. Yeah. And that is just so true. Yeah, 100%, man. And like, I, I can't believe we're in 2022 already because like last Way year and the year before that, it just went by in a blink. You know, Crazy. this year, this year we'll do the same. This year we'll do the uh-huh. exact same. So uh, when when you're kind of feeling like unfocused or overwhelmed or all that kind of stuff, what what, what do you do? What kind of questions do you ask yourself? It really just comes back to, you know, just a self-love and a, you know, the routine is what recently has kept me really in check. I've had a couple of days where I might, you know, have worked from 5.30 to just say four. And then I have a session from six to 12 and then mm-hmm. I get home and I still need to tick off a few of my checklist stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. just get to work, just do the work. And it, yeah, it definitely, when I'm feeling down on myself, it comes down to, yeah, I feel like everything sort of just comes back to self-love and that's how you can sort of, you know, self-love, loving yourself makes you want to grow, makes you want to learn, makes you want to stay building on yourself, makes you want to keep, keep working and keep pushing at it. You know, no matter how down you are having that, um, having that appreciation of you and whatnot, it sort of just makes you, it drives you to improve and drives you to just keep at it, just keep pushing and just keep going but yeah mm. that's 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 for me for me that's what really works yeah i suppose we owe it to ourselves to put in the work don't we uh-huh yeah interesting man so what what are you working on at the moment i know you've got an album coming out 22nd of yeah. february that's the one 22nd yeah. of february 22nd yeah. of the second 22 oh so the year, damn you know, the of, yeah, yeah 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 pretty cool numbers yeah um but yeah i've been working on that since one of the songs on there i wrote back in late 2020 which is crazy to think of but um yeah so been working out really for just over a year but most of the newer songs have come within the last you know five six months and really been putting in the work and trying to trying to stay dedicated and trying to stay consistent and yeah we've got nine songs on the album we got currency on there and then went eight new ones and mm-hmm. it's just it's it's i'm really happy i'm really excited to get it out there man it's all it's all like this kind of talk, you know, you've heard a few of the songs and it's, mm-hmm. it's none of the, it's none of the early songs where I'm talking about, you know, just, just talking rubbish, just <laughs> talking rubbish. This is, you know, I'm, I'm sort of on yeah. this purpose. I feel like a purpose through my purpose is to just inspire man, inspire the world, inspire billions and have my music be able to make someone want to, you know, take that first step, um, help someone out of a hard time they're in or, open someone's mind to what's going on you know as long as one person can 
as long as my music can help one person, I'm I'm happy, man. Whether there's money or not, like I'm I'm cruising yeah. right now. It's just I could work the rest of my life as a bartender, and as long as one person's getting inspired, bro, I'm 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 good. Where do you think that um, desire comes from to help people? I don't know, man. I've really, I mean, I've I've I've, I've always been a semi-compassionate. I'm definitely a mama's boy for sure. <laughs> um, I've grown up, yeah, always being, always having that compassionate sort of, you know, care for others and yeah it was really that was me my whole life and I never really took that care upon myself I never looked at myself and took care of me I was always yeah taking that extra mile for others and not for myself and when I Mm -hmm. finally did that it made me realize that doing it for myself can it can make me help others way more than what I was doing without loving me so I've grown this um way bigger drive and and passion to inspire others through my passion of music mm-hmm. and on top of that just through being me and being a brand being using myself as like the example trying to live through what i speak you know i can't talk about all this talk about you know waking up in the morning having a cold shower and then reading and then meditating if i'm not doing it mm-hmm. so it's like you know the, the the album is you know it's what i live and using what i live to try and just inspire everyone else and yeah, that's yeah. sort of the goal, man. I love that. And what's the album called? I am. I am. Is, yeah, yeah, I am, which is something I've been doing for mm-hmm. since I first started. I mean, the box that you sent me of the clothes actually has my two hundred pages, roughly, of daily affirmations I was doing like two years ago, and um, so that's right here under my desk in there. It's got the, the sign you wrote: "Hard work will pay off." Mm-hmm. And then there's this book here I've got my daily affirmation book and it's just i am filled with like daily affirmations of i am so when i started working the album i was like it's only right to mm. you know this is that period of my life where it's like i am and then manifesting whatever it is i am successful you know you, mm. you're speaking it into the present you're already living it it's a knowing like i know everything's going to come to me in due time i am already that i it's not i will i will mm. chase my dreams i am i am living my dream life right now mm-hmm I am everything. Yeah. So that was yeah. the inspiration behind the album. And then I realized I didn't even have a song about I am. So then I wrote I am and that's mm-hmm. become one of my favorite songs. It's just, it's like an instruction on manifesting mm. and what I am is the law of attraction. Just, yeah, I'm very excited for this album, man. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. And like, I, I love that, that mentality. That was something that was drilled into me from a very young age. Like, like thankfully through my mum. you know, we always had vision oh, boards good, and yeah. stuff when we, were, when we were young. Oh, how good's that? Yeah. You know, and it's like it, again, back to what we were saying before, it's so easy to discredit if you don't want to like hand over power to the universe. But at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. like, all it is, is just kind of, so one, one thing that I've, I learned in the last year that's super powerful, it's like, when we have memories, right, they're, they're just basically these little storages of information in our brain. And when we imagine things and we, we do these manifestations, we are essentially creating memories in our brain that are just future-paced. Our brain doesn't yeah. know that yeah. they, <laughs> uh, you know, that they haven't happened yeah. yet. And so, therefore, we bring them into our existence. We bring them into uh-huh. our consciousness. And our reticular activating system then seeks out more of that information. Yeah. You know? So it's super powerful. Yeah, for sure. Like science has proven manifestation time and time again. You know, and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's just making yourself 
like feel worthy that's an that's a number one like most important yeah. point when you're when you're going after big goals it's like you got to remind yourself that hey this is possible for me because if mm-hmm. you don't overcome that hurdle it'll never happen yeah. you know yeah you got to build you you go you have to be the person that builds your own confidence build mm-hmm. your own motivation you know no one's ever always motivated at all i'm really mm-hmm. motivated it's like but you know you get up and you got to do what you got to do i i love that you mentioned vision boards man vision mm-hmm. i have a vision board right in front of me i just put mm-hmm. it in my studio probably a few months ago when i was building it all up and it's one of the best things i've done you know visualizing is something that i i just i told everyone i'm like just if you you know getting into this sort of life if you're chasing a dream if you really want something to come your way if you're already med- med- uh, meditating and doing these things visualizations and visualizing is one of the most powerful tools you can do you know if i've got a picture of a car i want to get my dad when i'm when i'm at the level mm-hmm. financially and you know i love i like to sit back meditate and i just envision myself you know i got my hand on the wheel or i look to my <laughs> left and my dad's got his hand on the wheel mm-hmm. and he's got a smile on his face and i look out the window and i'm somewhere overseas on like a tropical island and it's like this is the life i'm envisioning mm-hmm. and that as you said it creates that memory and you bring it into your own universe. You you are the master of your own universe, and visualizing definitely um brings that to the forefront. You know, you, you it's like you're creating the game through mm-hmm. the cheat code. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, do you have a clear vision of what like your kind of future life looks like? Where whatever you're striving towards at the moment? Ah, uh, not a super clear one in sense of like material things, but mm-hmm. in, in terms of ah, uh, well, yeah, there's, there's definitely a sort of you know, a level I'd like to be in terms of, you know, I'd love to just be traveling the world, doing what I love, doing my music and inspiring people, whether it's through conversations like this. Um, yeah, through festivals, I love to perform at festivals and just, you know, I, I, I haven't even done a performance yet. And that's something I'm in- insanely mm-hmm. excited to do just to get up there and, you know, speak what I've been sitting in my room, writing down all alone, mm-hmm. speak it to a crowd sing it to a crowd hear them say it back and yeah so definitely in the future i imagine performances non-stop around the world traveling with my mom traveling with my family paying family mortgages off you know just just making just a, a lot of financial freedom <laughs> for mm-hmm. the people alive right now and future generations and then you know giving back to the community um that's definitely one thing i definitely uh, 100% want to do when i'm able to do that and just yeah just a future of happiness comfortability giving myself you know less stress less less stuff to worry about when you you know you're not fighting for money you're not fighting yeah. for that next paycheck you're comfortable and you can you know live your own life that's my future <laughs> yeah no I, I get that as well and like for everyone listening as well you don't need to be a hundred percent clear on where it is you are going you know just mm. set your sights far into the future and take that first step because what you might find yeah. is you'll get 10 steps down the road and then you're a little bit clearer on what the next 100 steps look like mm-hmm. and you do those 100 steps and then you, you're clear on what the next 100 steps are you know yeah. we don't have to have the end result locked in low and in stone before we even start because then that's what, why people never start exactly you know it's just take mm-hmm. it step by step it's like i never would have you know thought of writing a book but now I'm reading so much and I'm doing all this work. I'd love to eventually like write a book and that could be mm-hmm. another avenue that helps people. It's like, if it's never going to happen, I do love my music and I love writing and rapping. Mm-hmm. So, but 
um, you know, just say it gets to the point where I don't, where my path isn't inspiring through music. It's inspiring through writing for people. It's inspiring through something else. Mm-hmm. Then I take that path, you know, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and like, I'm going to be the biggest rapper. I'm going to be bigger than Drake and bigger than everyone. It's like, mm-hmm. just take it step by step, have that main goal and play it, play it by ear. It's like, take, yeah, step by step, man. And whatever comes, comes, you know, we're working at God's speed. So mm. whatever plans you make, you know, God laughs at them. I see, I saw a big Sean <laughs> say that once and it, it really hit me. Like God just laughs at your speed, your God laughs at your plans and mm-hmm. you know, he's got his own plan for you. So just, yeah. just, just keep moving, keep taking steps and keep working to evolve yourself and it'll all work out, man. Well, on the topic of God's plan, has there been like mm-hmm. a particular failure that in the moment has been painful that has actually in retrospect led you on to a success of some kind. Now that doesn't have to be in music, you know, that can be Mm -hmm. through your own personal development. That can be through your relationships, something like that. um, Well, touching on the topic of weed, that was probably one of the biggest, um, you know, biggest eye openers at the time I was like, so um, during one of the lockdowns I had, I had sneakily gone out and purchased like a marijuana vape one mm-hmm. of those bud vapes and they're crazy man they hit heavily so i was one of the first times i had it i you know puffed it and whatnot and next thing i know i woke up and i was just out of it man vomiting just completely wow. not knowing what was going on and coming out of that you know there was a there was a few days where i was just you know words were being slurred and i was just not not in the moment you know especially around mm-hmm. family and with family like that's that's just not acceptable and mm-hmm. At the time, you know, it made me hate myself for sure. I was down on myself. I was like, what am I doing? My music, you know, I talked it up that I was going to work so hard and get my family to a super successful place in the next five years. And what am I doing, man? I'm sitting here smoking marijuana and doing nothing with my life. And yeah, at the time it was really hard, but looking back on it, it's one of the best things that could have happened for me because Mm -hmm. it got me on this path of just put them, put, put the butt away and get to work, (laughs) man. And Yeah. yeah, that was definitely exactly that it was that eye-opener that sort of you know had to you have you have to go through these struggles and have to go through these these lows to get to new heights you can't mm-hmm. yeah you have to go through them it's it's just a fact of life you know there's as above so below you can't have this super high without sort of going through a super low otherwise you won't really appreciate that new level of height you've reached yeah super powerful man and i i can i can connect with that very, very deeply. So I have one last question for you. And before I ask that, I really appreciate you like sharing your time. We've been chatting about getting you on here for a minute. So yeah, it's finally for a happened. Minute, man. I'm yeah. super glad I came on, man. It's a yeah. sick conversation. And, you know, I appreciate everything you guys are doing as well for just the general, you know, you guys have such a broad range of people coming on. You know, I've seen spiritual coaches come up. I've seen people, you know, through, um, crypto and stuff i've seen just a bunch of people come on your your podcast and it's great that you guys are doing this for you know the country and for just the general industry a lot you know people that aren't super famous yet you know never really Mm -hmm. feel that they can jump on a podcast so you know you reaching out really really um i sort of manifested this i was constantly Mm -hmm. talking to my friends like oh i can't wait to jump on joe rogan and and you know speak what i'm writing i can't wait for people to hear me in conversation talking about what I'm talking in my songs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you guys are really incredible for the culture and incredible for just general people, man, people trying to make it in life. Cause really we're talking right now before the money, when people mm-hmm. come back in five years, 
oh shit, they really they really talked all this stuff into fruition. Yeah, because it is before the money. Exactly. I mean, it's it's in stone now. Like you can't go uh-huh. back on your word, bro. You know. Yeah. You, no you... way. Well, I'm, I'm telling you that this is yeah. why I jumped on. I was like, man, five years when people watch these videos, this is the interview they're gonna see. Clip yeah. it up. Oh shit! No one calls it out ten years in advance. Yeah, <laughs> straight up, he predicted it. Yeah, I really appreciate <laughs> you you kind of taking note of that, man, because that's, I mean, like that that's what fires me up. You know, I love I love kind of helping people. I love sharing knowledge of myself and, and knowledge from like the incredible guests like you like yourself that I, I get on like it's this is this has been a passion of mine and I've I've only been doing it for probably like six months now but mm. I was like I can't remember a time where I wasn't doing it you know there's just yeah 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 it's it's like it's a there was one thing I me. wanted to um one thing I wanted to mention as well mm-hmm. um you sort of inspired me to do this I saw one of your stories recently where you mentioned that there was a, someone you wanted to get on the podcast who, mm-hmm. you know, was at a higher, was at a high status already. And, yeah. you know, you were like, oh, I'll wait till like we're at a higher point to message him. And you just thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to message him and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And ended up working out. He's jumping on. Like I heard you say in your story. And seeing that, you know, I took it in at the, when I heard it. And then, you know, just sat in the mind. And then working on this album, I've wanted to get the cover art done. And I made a rough draft of what I wanted and it was just like I am with a bunch of like positive words behind it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, man, I really want like a really sick, dope work of art for this cover. And there's this TikTok um, guy I've been following since, you know, my days of scrolling on TikTok doing nothing with my life. Um, like two years ago, incredible artist. His name's uh, Co- Cody Tarantino. And um, so I was like, you know what, man, I'm just going to message him. He's got like a million followers, but fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to go for it. Send him a message, a real like solid paragraph asking about his work, if he did commissions and whatnot. And he he's he's replied and like we're getting it done. And I was it was just mm, wow. thanks to you, you sort of put that in my mind where it's like, man, don't doubt yourself. Like just message. What's the worst that can happen? They leave you in red. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing. There's no negative coming out of that. So oh, that makes me really happy that. to hear that, man. Really happy because yeah. that's the thing as well. This social media thing that we've we've got at our fingertips. It's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Like anyone we want to communicate with we can but yeah yet still we've got like this this fear that you know that's that fear of abandonment you know that we like spoke uh-huh. about at the earlier the beginning yeah. of the episode it's like you know we we want to be liked so much that we we don't mm-hmm. put ourselves out there but at the end of the day yeah. it's the very fact that you've gone out of your way to to ask for what you want in life like with this artist and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it's happening you know so yeah. that's that's fantastic to hear so my last question for you is if you could have dinner with one person, dead or alive, who would it be? What would you guys talk about? One person, dead or alive, man. That's a big question. There's a lot of people I'd love to go on dinner with. Um, you can have a small group gonna, if, you, right, if you need. Well, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Who, who we got on my vision board right in front mm-hmm. of me? All right. We're going to go with three people, three mm-hmm. artists. I'm going to go for Russ, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Big Sean, definitely. And ooh, we're going to go two more. I'm going to say J. Cole. And then I'm also going to throw in Will Smith, man. I, I really yeah. love Will Smith and his story. So definitely yeah. those three, uh, those four. And I don't know, man. Just I just want to hear them speak, hear them talk about their life, you know, their their mindset growing up, you know, how they've traversed their way through success, their way through the lows, the highs, 
just everything, man. I just want to, I just want to soak it all in and mm. record it secretly or something. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that would just be so incredible to be, especially in like a small group there. Like that, just mm. the energy of that room would be oh, so yeah. infectious. Like incredible. you'd go out of there and you'd be up all night fucking writing a hit album. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm reading a book currently called um, uh, what's the book called? The Magic Ladder of Success. The yep. Magic Ladder to Success by Napoleon Hill, and he talks about the mastermind and it's you know everyone can you know you can do this all on your own but when you get into a group or you have a bunch of people you know vibrating at the same frequency working towards the same goal it creates this mastermind and it's like another cheat code you just you have you know you alone putting all this positive action behind one thing is incredible so having like three four people doing that Mm. just times it tenfold and yeah like being in that conversation being in a room and or a dinner with those like four people, four people of such um, you know, high, I view them as such incredible. Yeah. I view them as gods. It's like yeah, that would just be incredible. But great question. I'd I'd love to, you know, that dinner will happen one day. Maybe not yeah. all four of them, but individually, one on ones mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You might just have to get them all out on your yacht one day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for a month. Epic, man. Um, is there anything that, you know, I can do or my audience can do that can kind of help you help you on this journey of yours? Well, you know, get on the Insta, get on the socials. Um, yeah, get ready for this album. Social media is, uh, it's Noah triple two. So I-T-S-N-O-A-H two to two. Um, I'm definitely going to be picking up the content and picking up the work. This 20, 2022, man, it's going to be a big year. Excited to get the album out. Um, yeah, it's just aiming to spread love, spread positivity, get people in their feet and sort of provide people with a soundtrack for their success, man, get people moving. So, wow. yeah, just follow me on the socials, man, and stay and get ready get ready for the takeover, bro. This I'm very excited for these, this album to come out. So, yeah. The soundtrack to success. Part of me just That's feels fun. like this, that should be the title of this episode. Soundtrack to success, baby. Put it there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Fantastic, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time, sharing your wisdom. I've had lots of time. Uh, I've had lots of fun here, man. You know, yeah, you're too, man. you're an I awesome energy. It. So you're thank an you awesome so much. Energy too, man. I appreciate you getting me on, and I appreciate you know all the work you've been putting in and everything you've been doing. So thank you guys and everyone, man. Stay tuned into Before the Money and Anarchy. Sick brand, sick, <laughs> sick everything. So appreciate thank you, you so man. much. I had a great time. Awesome. And thank you guys for sharing your time with us. Like this has been another great episode of Before the Money. So I will see you guys back bubbling with energy next week. Peace and love. Yes, sir. Thanks for hanging out, team. My intentions with today's chat were to leave you with a jolt of inspiration. But remember, knowledge is only powerful when we implement it in the real world. So get out there, expand your comfort zone and go change some lives, starting with your own. All the links discussed in this episode as well as everything you need to find me are listed below. So go nuts and do some exploring. If you're feeling compelled to support our mission here at Before The Money, there are three simple things you can do right now that mean the world of difference. Number one, leave behind a five-star review so that all newcomers know we bring the goods. Number two, 
send this to a loved one or post it on your channel of choice. This does help so much more than you guys think. And number three, there is a link down below for you to donate a couple of dollars and help us cover the cost of leveling this shit up. We want to take it really seriously this year, guys, and we're already moving from strength to strength with your help. And as always, Before the Money is so proudly brought to you guys by anarchylabel.com. Go check our stuff out. The team and I are so ridiculously grateful that you've chosen to spend this time with us. And we can't wait to see you again next week with more amazing content. Peace and love.